0: Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. I was reading this book called The Power of Focus. Mm -hmm. And in the book, um, it suggested within the first couple of chapters, it suggested that you like reach out to people that you admire. Mm -hmm. um to interview them and and just to hear a little bit more about their story and so um i have been following think media i don't know probably for the last four years or so Mm -hmm. um and and seeing how you guys have i mean just where you were four years ago and then just how you've evolved and how you've grown and i love being able to just see you more so incorporated you know as, as someone like who's kind of maybe works more behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, just you and your story and how you utilize media um, for your even your own personal, just your own personal endeavors. Um, it's just been fascinating. It's been fascinating. And, and to be able to actually like talk to you and interview you is incredible. So <laughs> thank you. Wow. For-
1: well, yeah, I know, Fris. you've been following us for four years. You've seen the journey, you've seen the climb, you've seen it all happen, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been a wild, amazing, hard ride. And, uh, yeah, I just, I'm excited to just, you know, share whatever knowledge I can, uh, to share my mistakes. Cause I think that's a big thing. And, um, just really impart as much wisdom as I can to up and coming entrepreneurs. So I'm ready.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. So yeah, let's just jump in and get started. Um, can we first just talk about you? So for those that are going to be, um, you know, listening to this interview, definitely, and are not familiar with you, not familiar with Think Media. Can we start off with just who you are, um, sort of your professional background, you know, what you did that kind of led you to where you are today, especially the role you play in Think Media, and then, you know, what your current role is?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, I mean, let's go way back. Uh, I started, Uh, this entrepreneurial journey. um, When I was younger, I always felt slightly different. I felt like traditional business um, or traditional roles or traditional school wasn't, uh, I didn't fit the mold. So I was a struggling student. Um, I had a lot of hard times with reading and um, our family moved quite a bit. So I jumped so many schools. So I never really had like Um, I never really thought traditionally, I guess is the best way to say it. And uh, I ended up getting into college and um, switching my major a few different times and landed on business. And when I was in my uh, junior year, I started to realize that, wow, what I'm learning in school actually isn't connected to the real world. This is when, you know, social media started to happen. This is when the digital world started to really become accessible to people. And I started to see that businesses could use this and you could be making a living online. And I thought that was, I mean, you know, I'm not going to date myself, but that was definitely more than a decade ago. It was, you know, almost 15 years ago. And, that was a new thing to think about, to be able to be making money without having to be restrained restrained by an office or by a location or anything like that. And so from there, I actually dropped out of college and decided to use the rest of my tuition to create my own curriculum. I decided to uh, find mentors who were doing what I thought was what I wanted to do. And I just started to learn from them and absorb as much as I could and I would go to the library because I was so broke uh, that I couldn't buy books. So I would go to the library and sit there. And from someone who struggled with reading, I found my place. I found my place in the world. And that was marketing and business, online business. And from there, I just started dabbling. I started to ask uh, people that I knew if I could help them. So for free, I would start setting up people's social media accounts. And it started with just training business owners way back in the day, how to set up a Facebook Page, you know, it was really basic things, and uh, the opportunity came along where uh, Facebook was going to start doing advertising, and I had seen this as something because Google at the time had already been doing ads, and um, and I was so interested in understanding online marketing that when I saw that Facebook was offering free education to learn how to do ads, I jumped on it. So I was trained by Facebook on how to use their ad platform, and then from there I just started offering that as a service for small businesses. So I started running a side agency. Well, my husband had a corporate job and, um, and I was having babies at home. I would do this on the side and I just always continued my education. And so by that time I had built up the skills of understanding social media and online advertising and courses. So that was the next wave of things that I learned, which was how do you package your information online and be able to sell one thing to many people? because the time for money thing wasn't going to work for me as a working mom. I needed to be able to understand how can we go beyond the barrier of just the one-to-one transaction with customers. And so I, uh, I learned how to do online courses. I started um, doing building those in the back pages of website design and, and some really hard software that is so hard compared to what people have access to today. And from there, you know, I just wanted to start working with business owners who were doing what I wanted to do. That was always kind of my path. And so my family and I had moved to the Las Vegas area and I was so interested in video. I knew that video was the, was the wave of the future. And as we are sitting here today, it is the number one type of consumption online right now, video. And I saw this as a trend and I thought, I need to do what I've done before. I need to get around a mentor who's already done this or who knows how to do this. And so Luckily for me, Sean Cannell, who is the creator of Think Media lived in Las Vegas. So I sent him a tweet. It was way back in Twitter days and I sent him a tweet and I said, hey, I have some skills that I think would be really beneficial to your online business. At the time I found out he didn't have an online business. All he had was his YouTube channel and affiliate marketing and he had replaced his full-time income off of those two things. And I thought, this is perfect. I can learn video and I can help him create a course. So we met up for coffee. We found that our visions align, our family values aligned, and that we had a lot of things that were really, really similar in what we wanted to do to change the world. And it's a big vision. And through that, we sat down and he said, Well, that everything you're saying is great, Heather, but I can't pay you. I don't have extra money. I just replaced my own income. And so um, I believed in our mission enough that I joined for free. And I said, Let's create this for free. If we if it, if it wins, we both win. If we if it loses, we both lose. And so luckily it's one. Um, Think Media is now a channel that has over a million subscribers. Uh, we have an act team of um, over, now we're over 10 people. We have uh, four full-time creators on the channel. My current role right now is the chief operations officer. I'm basically the chaos cleaner upper. That's the best way to say it. And um, online education programs, I do monthly coaching. We host our minds. We now have a sold out event that happens here in Las Vegas every single year. And we are just living, we're living our dream. We're financially free. We're able to do what we want. And we're really ultimately able to put light into the world through the power of online video. So in a nutshell of a five minute Heather story, that's what you get.
0: (laughs) I love it. It's yeah. You described basically everything that I was ever wondering about you and how you (laughs) got to where you are, which is, which is brilliant. Um, so if you, if you look back, you know, through your journey, are there any specific like experiences that you had um, where you can look back and point to, you know, one or two things either in your personal life or your professional life where you're like, this was the catalyst right here, or this had, um, this was like, after I had this experience, that was a big catapult into launching me kind of where I am today. And I know that, you know, it's it's the whole entire journey, right? Everything that we've experienced has led us up. But are there like one or two things in your life that you experienced that was like, if this hadn't have happened, I may not be where I am today.
1: Yeah, there are definitely, um, uh, man, I have so many and so many that pop in my mind. But uh, just one that I I I think would be really beneficial is um, I remember uh, I was, I was a new mom and I was um, trying, I was in the postpartum depression and I was just thinking, uh, who am I and who am I to even be doing this? I, I have no college education. You know, this is now entrepreneurship is cool. It's like cool to be an entrepreneur, but like my generation, my, you know, my upbringing, it was, you went to college and you were successful. And if you didn't go to college, you weren't successful. So I had all of these things in my mind about, who am I? How can, how can I be the one teaching this? How can I make money from this? And I felt like, what, what do I have to bring to the world? And so I remember being in this stage of postpartum and I had this other entrepreneurial friend who believed in me and without the support of a sisterhood, without the support of other entrepreneurs, I don't think I'd be where I am because part of the journey of becoming an entrepreneur is understanding that you hold value that you're worth this already. And that you don't need anyone to give you permission to live out your dreams. I think we think that there's like this person that's going to tell you you're good enough. And I'm just here to tell you right now where you are, you are good enough. And I think for me, that was such a catalyst moment that it didn't matter how much money was in my bank account. We were so in debt at that point too. It was unbelievable. We had been fully irresponsible with with our money. We had learned how to handle money at that point. And so I'm just grateful that we were partnered with people who taught us about how to handle debt. We were partnered with people who taught us how to become who I am today, which was someone who is confident in who I am, who will mess up her words and be totally fine with it. Someone who can sit on a camera and just talk as if we're just sisters just hanging out. Um, I think it's really important. That was a pivotal moment in my entrepreneurial journey to have someone who is just a little
0: bit further along just speak
1: life into me.
0: That points to really just the significance of not being able to um, to get to areas of success like on your own. Mm-hmm. Like that's a powerful testimony to how we actually need other people, yeah, to like pour life or to speak life into us, especially if we're um, in a place uh, financially or you know education wise, career wise where yeah we're, we're feeling down on ourselves because we haven't achieved the same foundation of success that society uh, tells us that's required in order to actually feel worthy of pursuing you know, these big goals and dreams how inspiring like that's that is awesome um, so you mentioned you know you were a new mom you know kind of going through postpartum depression um, can we just talk about career and family really quickly? Because, uh, uh, there are women are really rocking it in the entrepreneurial world. Like they are really stepping it up, um, in ways that were not available uh, for in generations previous. But I know a lot of women, especially just in what I do in my coaching, I know a lot of women that struggle with the guilt of even attempting to balance career and family like yeah. they really don't believe that they can be highly successful in both mm-hmm. so what strategies specifically do you use to maintain that balance
1: really, really great question. And I, this is one thing I just want to champion women. Um, we have such a voice and it has been silenced for so long and not, um, not on our own doing or society's own doing, but this is really just a, I think a revival of women being able to, um, be, be mothers and leaders in the world. And, um, so a couple things is I truly believe it takes a village to raise a child. Um, for me specifically in my family, my husband and I, we've made a commitment to being dual parents. and I think that's where it really has to start. I think understanding if you're doing this role by yourself, who's in your corner? Who's your village who's helping you raise this child or these children? What does that look like? Um, I think that another thing is, is for me specifically I know what I'm good at and gifted in and I know what I'm not and I and I struggled for so many years trying to be what I wasn't. And how that looks in our home is I suck at cooking and that's okay. Like I just, I'm just not good at that. And so my husband has really stepped up and he, he is the one that handles that for us. Um, I also think that there are things that we pressure ourselves with because society says we should be doing them when it in turn, if you're trying to impact lives, uh, in a big and mighty way, I think that there are certain things that maybe you should not be doing. And so it's, it's the allocation of your family budget in certain ways. So for us specifically, um, I don't handle any of the house cleaning and it's not, that wasn't necessarily like a privileged thing we sacrificed so that we could hire so that I could be working on my business while that person was cleaning. Not like I was just hanging out at the park or doing certain things, but like I was intentionally using that time as if I was hiring an employee to help me with my time. So we all have 24 hours in a day. And when I think about balancing work and family, I don't actually think it's a balance. I think it's about the quality of time that you're spending in each area. So when I look at my, oh my microphone's moving. <laughs> when I look at my work day, um, it may only be from you know 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. or it may only be from 7 to 2, or from you know, 7 to 7.45 and then a huge gap, and then it's all in the evening. So I look at the time that I'm spending in my business and thinking, am I doing things that are income producing? Is this an income producing activity or am I just making fluff because I, I don't have enough confidence in myself to move my business forward or, or am I stuck in an area? So I really focus on the actual things that move business forward and not the pretty fancy, um, you know, printing business cards and doing unnecessary things. I think of like, how do I get my next client? What do I need to do right now? Who do I know? I think about how can I be spending quality in my business? And then I also apply that same thing to my family. So I think it's important that every day, I have three kids now, every day I'm intentionally spending time with them. I put it on my calendar so I know I'm spending time with my daughter. I'm spending time with my son. I'm spending time with my husband. And we intentionally set time aside to be together. And it is really about the quality, not the quantity. So for me specifically, it is about spending 10 minutes intentional with my son in the morning because he's a morning person or my daughter in the evening or my husband at lunchtime or whatever that looks like, but I have to be intentional about the time that I'm putting in and it takes so much more work, but the fruit of it, what I get from it is so much more. And I struggled with so many years about the guilty feeling because I was allowing what the societal pressures were on my family and our lives to overtake what I knew God was calling me to do. And I believe that you have a God-given gift and I believe that you know who you're supposed to be reaching and the message you're supposed to put out into the world. And when we allow societal pressures to put roles on us, that is actually stopping us from doing the things we're supposed to do. So currently I work more than my husband does. I make more than my husband does. And and that is okay. We are okay with that as a family, because as a family unit, we know the mission that we have. And we know that we're supporting each other in that mission and we're communicating that always. So right now I'm on a live call with you. We're doing this interview. My son is in there watching a documentary because we homeschool our kids. Also, we're super we're super weird. That's the best way to say it. Uh, we homeschool our kids also, and you know my daughter's in here. She's kind of yelling at me because I didn't fix her tablet before we got started. It's just life. That's what we're doing, and so we will just pick up where we where we left off after this. And I'll go in there and help her, and then we'll have lunch together. And so it's just kind of a, a, a fluid movement in our family, but. The biggest thing I would tell women, especially if you're stepping into the workforce, is you need to decide what's right for your family because the standards on someone else's family is completely different than where what is right for your family and your life situation. And in seasons, I've had to sacrifice. I didn't get to watch all of Gray's Anatomy because I was working, you know, I didn't get to go to all the school functions because I was working, but I also made that up in other special ways. So that would be my best advice on what that guilt feels like or how to have that work-life balance. I don't think it is a balance. I think it's about creating rhythms in your life that make that make it all function together.
0: Wow, Heather. I, we could spend another <laughs> hour and a half just on that. That was, that was so many. I heard so many things in there. I heard um, delegation. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard not forcing yourself into responsibilities that you're just not good at like that's yep. not your zone of genius it's not enjoyable for you so making the sacrifice and you know some parts of your life in order to be able to afford to delegate or hire out um, mm-hmm. some other areas um, partnership with your spouse um, you know kind of creating what your family is going to look like and not being embarrassed or ashamed or feeling pressured to have Mm -hmm. your family look like, I mean, just, nuggets that you dropped in there. Just wow. Wow. I'll have to go back and listen to this again and just take some notes on that.
1: Yeah. You Um, know, this is, we're also pioneering. I mean, women in the workforce, the way we are now doing what you and I are doing right now was not something people did 10 years ago. It's totally different. And so our families are not going to look the same as what they were when we were being raised. And I think that that is such a a gift that we've been given to teach our children that we can do things differently, that it doesn't have to look the same and that we don't have to just keep following in each other's footsteps. We can be trailblazers into new income streams, into new prosperity, into new ways of living that can benefit not just ourselves and our families, but our communities at large.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we also have to um, be okay and confident in the fact that there are no precedents for what it is that we're doing mm-hmm. that we actually are going to be setting the precedent for uh, generations to come. Yep. Even more reason not to be, uh, feel embarrassed or, or feel ashamed or feel guilty, uh, feel any sort of negative feelings about what it's going to take for us as women to be able to manage both, not balance both, but manage both and be successful in both.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I, even, even to the fact of, you know, my, my dad, he was in the military for 26 years. He served our country. He went to multiple wars. I mean, he lived a very traditional job career style. So for my parents to say like, wait, I'm sorry, you're dropping out of college to do what work online. I don't, what is online? You know, that it wasn't even a thing. And so we have really as a family in our, in our larger family, we're still completely different, you know? I mean, I literally, like, my cousins don't understand. I make money off of YouTube. They're like, wait, YouTube sends you a check? How do you get it? You know, like it, it, it doesn't, it's not computing because it's non-traditional and we are really able, like you, you really do have to kind of guard yourself, guard your heart, guard your confidence, because this is legitimate. What we're doing is a very prosperous way of making an income for your family, but it's just different. It just doesn't, it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same because we get to pioneer what it actually looks like. And it looks different for every online entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, I love that, and definitely inspiring, empowering. It feels very empowering um, to, yeah, to to you know blaze these trails, and um, and and despite yeah what it looks like to everybody else, what what is online? What does that mean? That's so funny. Despite what it looks like to everyone else, like not giving into the pressure of you know um, of pursuing things in the way that everyone else does. Wow, Heather. Um, so it. I, I personally, with the women that I work with, um, I think that uh, the reason why my clients are drawn to me is because I, I approach them from a standpoint of me too. I, you know, I approach them from a standpoint of, I get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. So are there any hurdles that you and your husband or your family face in this journey you know, to have success both in family and career? Are there any hurdles that you face that you know other women right now or other families right now are actually able to identify with?
1: Yeah, I mean, are you ready? I'll drop a bomb on you. Are you ready? <laughs> we, uh, while we were on the climb, while all of, like while Think Media was growing and while I, all of this branding was happening and this outward community was happening, at the same time, my marriage was crumbling. I mean, that is such a a um. Not what is shown on social media. That's not like a a part of things that people usually share, but you know, three weeks before we had a sold out conference, we were, you know, we were on the road to a million subscribers. We had already created a seven figure income. My husband confessed that he had a gambling addiction that he had been hiding from me for several years. And I pulled up our bank account and we had $70 to our name. Like seven, that's it. That's what we had to our name, $70. And through restoration and through rehab, he, he entered into a rehab facility. We're now 22 months sober on addiction. We dealt with that at the same time that we were hiring people on a team. At the same time, I was speaking live on stages and having to have this ultimate confidence of like, you can do this. Well, well, I would come home and I'm crumbling because my marriage is falling apart and holding on to just like understand. And we had to rebuild an entire foundation. We went through intensive therapy together to learn how to communicate and learn how to be financially stable. You know, I I alluded to, we were in debt before we had even gone through a whole debt process and we had, well, I thought we were flourishing, but there was just deception in our marriage. And it really, really was this two I felt like I was living these two different lifestyles. And I know a lot of people can relate to that, that they feel like, well, who am I to be doing this? I can't even keep my marriage together. Who am I? I can't even figure out how to parent my kids. And I just want you to know that, your professional life and who you are and what you're bringing to the world, it's going to be wrapped in mess. Your message comes from your mess. And so I just love that, that you approach with that, me too, because there's so many women who have felt deceived in their marriage or felt like, who am I to be doing this? Or they feel like they, they're living this alternate lifestyle. And I just want to come and say, I'm here with you. Like we can do this. You can still be on the rise and building a career and affecting people's lives at the same time while you're working on your own personal strength and you're working on your marriage and you're working on your parenting because this is a journey. Life is a journey and it's never going to just be everything all right all the time, but we're built for battle. Like we're made to do this. And so but I just want to encourage you that if you're going through a hard time right now, whether financially because of what we're going through, or you're going through a hard time right now because you have a wayward child, or you're, you're trying to figure out how do I do this on my own, you've got community around you. So tap into it because there are people I know right now in your life who are supporting your mission, who, who love what you're doing. And so lean into those relationships because that's what's going to help you move to the next level.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that um that was exactly gonna be my next question mm-hmm. um is for those women who forget, you know, just oh it's so hard balancing career and family. No, for those women who are like, No, I have something to give the world, yeah, but I don't have it all together on the back end and so I don't feel worthy to put, you know, my gifts out there because I don't have it all together at home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was going to ask, you know, what's one piece of advice you can give to those women? And one of those you just stated uh, is to connect with community, to yeah. to reach out to other people because there are people in your life that are in your corner that want to support you, that will support you. Do you have any other advice based on, you know, your own personal experience about how women can overcome that imposter syndrome to still mm. put their gifts out there in the world?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it comes with action. Are you doing scary things? You know, 4 years ago, I never would have thought I'd be doing interviews and I'd be, you know, doing live teaching and I'd be teaching hundreds of people. I did it an interview the other day. It's probably going to reach thousands of women. And I'm like, that that never I mean, me? Who who am I? You know, I don't have a degree in this. I've only just been doing trial and error. I learned everything for free on Google. You know, that's how I kind of think about it. But at the same time, action is what helps build confidence. When you're stepping out into the scary unknown, that's, what's going to build your, your self-esteem up. That's, what's going to help you learn like, Oh, the person that I'm comparing myself to, she's, she's got a mess too. Like she's still figuring this out too. And when you start to just understand that we're all on our own personal journeys, it's all going to look different. But at the same time, if you're just sitting with that fear of failure, if you're just sitting with the fear of imposter syndrome, and you're not willing to take that forward, I would just say lean into that fear. Lean into it because I want you to be messing up. I messed up so many times. That's why we have classes so we can teach people how to not do what we did that messed them up. Like, I want to help people go faster than I went. I want to teach women to- to to just step out in faith and just start helping other people. And you'll start to see that that mission is what will actually start to produce the income that you want. So uh, imposter syndrome, here's the thing. I still deal with it today. I mean, I I'm a part of different groups of women who are doing massive difference in the world. And I'm sitting here like, I mean, I teach people how to do YouTube, but that's not who I am. I know that my mission is bigger than that. I understand that the gifts that I have and the experience that I have That all fuels what I'm going for. And so, me to to compare myself to what they're doing, I wanna champion them. And I also wanna be taking actions in my personal journey.
0: Awesome. Heather, you are so cool. (laughs) (laughs) You are. I'm like, Heather's cool, man. I mean, yeah, she's like successful and awesome, but she's also really cool. <laughs> um how can our listeners how can they find you how can they connect with you how can they follow you Yeah so um
1: we have a podcast um it's called the Think Marketing podcast and um, I host that weekly that goes deeper into like kind of the stuff we talked about today really that like who you are on your journey what your what that looks like Um Think Media is our main YouTube channel you'll find all the best tips for how do I use my camera what do how do I do the lighting how do I even do YouTube you know YouTube is well, the Um, second largest search engine in the world. It's one of the best places to be building your personal brand and reaching customers on autopilot. And so I would definitely stay there. And then I put my daily life of messiness out on Instagram. So you can get me at, at miss Heather Torres on Instagram. And I share a lot of my um, holistic life, meaning, you know, how do I homeschool my kids and work and, you know, do all, things that everyone sees. um, How do I do it? I share it all on Instagram. So that's the best place to find me. And if you got value out of this and you want to connect deeper, just send me a DM. I'm a human. I actually answer my DMs so you can reach out and I would love to connect with you further if you have other questions that I can go into.
0: Awesome. Heather, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'm going to let you go and help your daughter figure out her. Yeah. I really appreciate this time that you took away to inspire me and inspire our listeners. Once again, uh, this interview was with Heather Torres, COO of Think Media. Thank you so much for listening. Heather, thank you for being here. I really
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. And I am just so excited for what you're doing and how you're impacting people. And I just can't wait to see what your journey looks like.
0: Awesome. I appreciate it. All right, guys, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.